Shalom Lechem Rabbi I hope that everyone's doing well and managing with the final stage and the preparations before Pesach, Mit Hashem, by this time tomorrow night. As Hashem, everyone will be sitting at the Lala Seder and Chutzlert in different places a few hours later. But as Hashem, we all should be hopefully coming to Lala Seder. Now, Lala Seder is a tremendous experience that a person goes through. I once saw Rav Shem Shem Pinkis that he says that Klai Yisrael, the Am Hashem, was created on Pesach. When we went out of Mitzrayim, we became the Am Hashem. And every single year, like the Ramchal tells us, that a Yom Tif is not a, a way of just, um, you know, remembering you know, something that happened, an occurrence that happened, we relive the whole experience. So when we go through the night of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, we go through the Yitzhiyah, we go through the Lola Seder, of Ha'ivad Maharis, it's Atma, Ki'ilu Hu Yatsu the person has to imagine, is that if he went out of Mitzrayim, and we become that Am, we become that new nation, we become recreated again, as the Am Hashem. And he explains that just like in a person's physical body, there's certain parts of his body which are white, like the skin and the bones. And there's the bloodstream that goes through a person's body, which is red. So the mitzvahs of the night, just like the physical body needs physical nourishment, the spiritual body needs spiritual nourishment. And therefore, when we eat the matzah, that's giving the spiritual nourishment to the white, the skin and the bones of the body, the, the spiritual part of the skin and bones. And the and the wine that we drink, which is red, gives that spiritual nourishment to the bloodstream. And the Christ, so each and every one of us, when we go through the midst of the Seder, we become recreated again. Now, Chazal tell us that Lel HaSeder, the Kedusha of Lel, of, of Lel Shimurim, what we refer to Lel HaSeder, the night of being watched, of watch, being watched over, right, is just like Yom Kippur. Like we spoke about this by Purim, the Yom Kippurim is Kippurim, but the Chazal also tell us that there's a connection between Lel Shimurim and Yom Kippur. Now, what's that connection? What exactly is the similarity, the connection between Yom Kippur and Lel Shimurim of Lel Seder? Now, we do know there are similarities. Like uh, they point out that the, light, the night of Yom Kippur starts off with Kol Nidre. So, too, Pesach starts off with Kol Hamira. Right? For those of us that Ready did Bedikah's Chamet here in Eretz Yisrael. After we did the Bedikah, we say Kol Chamir. Tomorrow morning we say again Kol Chamir by Bir Chametz. So both Yom Kippur and Pesach started uh, start, start off with a Kol, Kol Nidre, Kol Chamir. That's one similarity. But there's another similarity that we find that both on Yom Kippur and both on Lil Seder, there's a minhag for a person to wear, a married person to wear a kettle person to wear a kittel. Now, what's the reason why both those times of the year there's a special Indian that by a vast majority, people wear a kittel by Lila Seder and by Yom Kippur. There are other times of the year people also wear some people wear Shoshana, right? But by Yom Kippur and, 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 and Pesach, that's something which is very, very common. Why is that? So the Nesiva Shalom brings two Mahalchim to explain why Yom Kippur and 
Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Lila Seder both require or there's a minhag, a strong Indian and wearing a kittel. So the first mouth he says like this. He says there's a similarity between Yom Kippur and Pesach in both places a person is, a person is starting a daf chalak, like a clean slate. A person comes on Yom Kippur and he does tshuva, he's cleaning his slate and he's coming and he's starting a new, a new, a new, uh, a new chance at at, at uh, serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu without having the avarice that he has upon him. That's when a person can come to choose Simcha and Simchus Torah because he goes through the Kapara of, of Sukkot and Simchus Torah because he goes through the Kapara of Yom Kippur and Hashem of Abba that he cleanses himself, he can come to choose Simcha. So he's starting a new slate. And the color white symbolizes something clean, without anything on it. It's just without without any, any, any other color on, on it at all. It's just a clean slate. And therefore, that symbolizes the Kippur, where we're starting something new. And by Pesach as well, as we mentioned before, that each and every one of us are recreated again, and we become the Amashem. So therefore, that on some level is also starting with a new clean slate. But what's the difference between Pesach and Yom Kippur? So he explains that when a person does something or accomplishes something in Ruchnius, there could be two ways that he can accomplish it. One is by the input that he puts in, which we refer to as the Seusul or Sata, by him working on himself, building himself, the efforts that he puts in, that creates the effect of the result that he winds up uh, growing in his Ruchnius. That's his Seusul or Sata. But sometimes a person doesn't have to put in as much. Just by experiencing the day itself, or experiencing the, the time itself, that in itself gives the person that arounds it and brings the person to a higher level of Kedusha. That we refer to as the Seusa de la'ela, from above. On Yom Kippur, when a person makes that step to start a new, a new page, a new page to a new start, that's something that happens through his efforts and his, his uh, you know, uh, trying to, to make that clean flight. And that's by his doing the Kabul Tshuva and working on himself. That's the Seusa of the Sata. That's coming from his Kayach below to, to make that clean slate. Mashenke, when it comes to Pesach, there we experience something called a Dilog, which is like a jump and we can come to high levels of Luchni and Samela Seda that we can't imagine. That there's a, there's a iris that comes from up above that carries us up, bringing us to Madrigas that we couldn't imagine. And therefore, a person has to take advantage of those madrigas that he can come to Amela Seder and to be able to the madrigas he can come to Amun and Hashem and it's Avos Hashem is Baruch and realizing and, and understanding the beauty and the privilege that we have to be part of the Am Hashem and as the Haskalah with Pesach is the Haskalah to bring us to Shavuot and therefore, that's why explains in the Siva Shalom both of those times a person tries to wear a kittle. Because the kittle symbolizes that idea of a new start. That's one mahalach. The second mahalach that the Nesiva Shalom says is, is that when a person does tshuva, right, when a person does tshuva on Yom Kippur, so there's only, there's one person that usually gets in the way of a person's tshuva from being able to be a proper tshuva. Who's that? That's the person himself. 
The only way that a person can come to true and complete tshuva if he's ready to be able, if he's ready to be mevato, he's ready to nullify and to disregard his own personal um, ulterior motive, his own personal needs, and to understand that there's a purpose in the world and there's a creator to the world, and therefore to to realize what his priorities and what what has what his principles have to be. Um, and, and when he's making his decision what to do and not to allow his own ulterior motives to get in the way from what's the right and and, and clear path that a person's supposed to take. So he has to be mevatulvayashas, to take that away, to take away the existence of himself and to keep it clean without anything on it. That's the, symbolized by the kittle. The kittle symbolizes the idea there's nothing on it. There's nothing, there's no color, there's nothing on it. It's clean, it's clean. <coughs> without any type of, of existing color on top of it. And that's the tshuva that a person has to have with Yom Kippur. And that was, that's the chilek of, of, of Pesach as well. Because we know that there's an Indian on Pesach of via chametz. We have to get rid of the chametz out of the house. A person has to be kind of the of Tashbisu to get the chametz out of the house. Now, chametz, besides in its physical sense that it's something that's, that becomes bread, but chametz symbolizes something going high and big and, 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 and fluffing up and, and rising. Whereas matzah is simple, flour and water, nothing else. There's no extra taste added to it. There's no salt. There's no sugar. Nothing added inside. Plain, simple, without anything there. The whole idea of beer chametz, aside from for a person getting rid of the chametz from his house and cleaning his house and keeping chametz free, it's also his own chametz that he has inside. Sometimes a person has gaiva or midas rose that are inside him that stop him from being able to accomplish what he needs to be able to accomplish in Avedis Hashem. And therefore we come to Pesach and we do a beer chametz. We destroy that chametz. We move battle that chametz and we take it out and we come to the matzah which is something which keeps the simplicity of even without ulterior motives, without things being gathered. In. You know, there's, some of the Tzvarim say that there's an Indian for a person, when he throws into the into the fire, his chametz, to burn his chametz, and if he has any certain midas that he wants to be able to work on, to throw it inside. And the Russian that we usually say after we, build, we, burn, we do the bitl chametz, so too in our, in our ruchnistic sense, to be able to take away the klipas and the things that get in our way from being able to connect us to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of, of certain bad midas that, get, that sometimes disturb that. So therefore, Pesach, just like Yom Kippur, needs that clean um, page without anything on it, that being the vapor to Yeshua, taking away the existing me. Of course, the person has to be himself and to build his midas. He can't, we can't ignore that. We have to be who we are. But we have to not let ourselves get in the way of course of ourselves, of just because of our self-interest and our priorities of what we have to be able to accomplish inside this world. And that's what a person accomplishes on the Seder. If a person goes through the mitzvahs of the Seder and he goes through the, real, the story and he lives the experience of realizing, experience of realizing what, we, what we gain by becoming the Am Hashem and how what we gain coming together <coughs> to go ahead and to and to to be the capital of the Torah and to be the Am Hashem and to be proud to be out to be the Am Hashem, then that gives the person the ability to be able to realize that there's bigger and important, bigger and more important things that we have to 
uh, tend to and just our self-interest and our pleasures and our desires. And we come to that clarity, then that's true cheres, because then we're free to be able to do what we know we will want to do, and we're not captivated in our in the captivity of our desires and the things that sometimes distract us and bring us to places that we don't want to come. It's Hashem, we should all come to that tremendous aliyah by Lila Seder, to that dialogue, and to take that with us. And it should lead us to come to the point where we're able to come, all of us together, to the Gula Shleim of Imherav Yameinu Bez Hashem, and be able to see the glory and the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus and Mignachas HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the whole Chai Yisrael. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, a Chakrash of Sameach, a Jamtif, and Kol Tov. Yemitz Hashem, I hope to be able to send something out before Shvish or Pesach. Kol Tov, be well.